Welcome back, Rage Nation. Definitely not PR friends. Myself, Pete. He needs to stop, like, fucking getting cute with these kicks. John the Mountain Man Stokes. You're not putting them on my models, motherfucker. Chris the non-tech Asian. Put the tape measure up and get some wages. You, yeah, no, you really frustrated me. You walked away and you came back and your scalpel had been thrown across the room. <laughs> I'm just here so I don't get fined. I will will share with you my one rage quit story. Dude, I'm a robot and I don't have a solo personality. This is going to be a really great opportunity for everybody to see how you effed up. Welcome back, Rage Nation. We are at it again. We got myself Pete here and we got the skeleton crew. We got uh, Monsieur Dixion uh, joining us from the lovely tropical Tropicana, Puerto Rico. How you doing in all the juiciness? How you doing? I mean, I, I'm happy that the weather is great, but it is humid as all hell because I live by the beach. Yeah, it's pretty. It's getting pretty warm uh, here in Charleston too, because you know we're on the coast. So really, uh, we've, we've yeah, we've actually been in like the 80s. Oh my god, I'm so sad for you. I'm still I'm enjoying I'm my not, 70s. I say I'm not. I'm not sad. I love it, man. It's like <laughs> yes, this is why I moved down here. Yeah, 77 degrees. That's so good. Um, but, but yeah, Dixon, it's just you and me. Uh, unless Chris uh, wakes up from a sweet nap, I think he's taken, and. You and I were talking, and I think this is definitely a place where we can start comparing and talking about how how we're either biased or we feel. But I think this is a good episode to talk about what we think about some of these masters, especially do we think the title is better than the original? I, I've been hearing a lot of conversation about that. I've been hearing at the tournaments I've been to people talking about whether they should drop the title or drop the original. So I think it's a good uh, good idea for you and I to just kind of spitball a little bit and just share what, what the hell we think. I just have like an additional take, which is they're they're just equally good, but for completely different reasons. Yeah, like some of them. Like Pandora, I'm finding that both of them are good. They're just good at different matchups. I think it. I think we will agree to disagree on some masters, and then other oh, yeah. ones. I feel like you're spot on. I, there's some of them where I'm like, this is. I, I don't know why you would take this other version. 100. percent No, no I some of them are. Some of them are the titles. Some of the titles I don't think are super great. So. Yeah. I do agree that there's good ones, bad ones, and and in every single master. So what I'm saying is, when well, I every and almost every master, I am saying that there's an additional category, which is both uh, titles are equally good. They're just good for different matchups. That's it. Yep. Yep. We'll definitely have a couple of those. Uh, before we get started with that, though, make sure that you guys are checking us out on Twitter. Uh, make sure that you guys are checking us out on Instagram. The big one I want people to make sure they're checking out, though, is the YouTube channel. I actually am starting to release more videos on YouTube. The one I just released was the top 10 reasons you should be playing Malifaux. Um, definitely work, continuing to work on the editing skills, but I think this video is definitely really good. Uh, got a video coming out here soon of the new uh, Victoria's and Yan Lo title box. I went ahead and put that together, checked out the models, going to paint the models up and show them painted and just talk about the cards and abilities on them. So that's another cool uh, video that's coming out. And we're only about 80 subscribers away from uh, doing our first giveaway. So once we get about 80 more and hit the 500 mark, we'll do a random giveaway. And if you are one of those subs and you get picked, you'll get either the title box of your choice or the core crew box of your choice. So really exciting. Make sure that you like, subscribe, share that channel. That way we can give away some free stuff. 
Um, something else that's exciting coming way down the line, but people might want to keep their just the old brain on. We are approaching in the next 40 some episodes, I think 47 at this point, we'll hit the 200 mark and we are going to do something with weird on that. So you guys can get a little bit Jones in and excited as we get closer to that 200 episode mark. So just kind of keep that on your radar as we get closer to that probably be sometime in the summer. I'm assuming uh, we do a pretty good job of getting three to four out each week. And finally, if you appreciate all the content that we're giving out to you uh, for free and you're like, man, these guys do a lot of work. Let's go ahead and send them a little dough. You can do that by patreon.com slash reach, but where you can support us for as little as a dollar. Uh, got a lot of the YouTube stuff does take a lot of time. So any anybody that supports us, our patrons are awesome. And if you want to be a patron, you even get the episodes about anywhere from 12 to 24 hours before the regular audience. So that's one of the perks that we give to the patrons. Um, so if you want to become a patron, we appreciate it. Um, so yeah, Dixon, anything going on uh, before we get into these, this title talk? Nope. Still playing with my brother, trying to get him up to speed. He is getting more and more upset about things that I'm throwing at him. That's good. Uh, <laughs> I, threw, I threw Titania, both versions, and he was just like, what the hell? <laughs> He's trying to figure out what to do. What the hell, man? Yeah, he plays uh, Resurrectionist. Right now, he played Seamus, and he was shocked at how good the gun was. The gun is super good, especially uh, when you have your... What's what's his bonus? The something celebration? Yeah, oh, I had to I had to spend like 20 minutes trying to explain to him. That's... that's Did how... you have to get out like a whiteboard and kind of be like, see? <laughs> yeah, the, all, the always sunny in, in Philadelphia thing. Just like... Yeah. Because <laughs> he, he just couldn't understand it's like no 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 you can do any action with that you just get to ignore all the italics whenever you remove a corpse past this line right here he's like but i can't do a walk action right and it's like brian <laughs> you can do anything <laughs> you just you just can't ignore rules that's it <laughs> I, tell, I tell you what dixon the one thing i noticed before we get into the episode uh so we just put out the um the uh, honeypot keyword that we did the episode and that episode was a long one. That was like a two hour episode. And I tell you what, I, I love our listeners because I swear I put it out and maybe like three hours later, I had people messaging me about the episode and stuff. I'm just like, I love our listeners. They're so devoted and want to listen to it pretty quickly and, and have some great interactions with it. So I was pretty happy to see that. A lot of people liked our uh, sportsmanship talk that we had at the end of that one, if you remember it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I think mo I think the reason why people appreciated it is because in a tournament, especially if you're the TO, you're going to deal with those instances where something gets jacked up and how do you fix it or resolve it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I do understand uh, that, like, somebody having an outburst, that's not the person all the time. So, like, I, I'm more of a forgiving type because I have been that guy before where, like, I have had an explosion and then I had to apologize. It's like, guys, I lost my temper. I'm sorry. You know what I yeah. mean? And the oh, yeah, same I've thing. been there. Yeah, I've met many, many guys where, like, they've had those tempers and I was like, it's okay. Let's get, let's get something to drink. We'll talk it out. And then they <laughs> calm down and they apologize. I've gotten a lot better in my day, though, uh, as I get older. Like, the, the one I rage quit at the tournament in, uh, in Providence. I, I was about to walk away from the table and go get a beer, but I forced myself to turn around and, and shake his hand and say, good game. I'm going to go get a beer and calm down. <laughs> right? No, but like we're human. I completely understand that. We're not, we, we get passionate about the game. 
because we love it. Yep. And then when something goes really wrong, we, we just, you know, can't handle that sometimes. Yeah, definitely. So I, I want to kind of get into looking at these titles versus the OG. And um, I think we'll kind of just bounce from faction to faction and just kind of see why, wh sorry, which master we think is better as far as the title or the original. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and start with Arcanist. We usually don't. Um, this is one that I know, Dixon, you probably have more games against. I know you don't play them a bunch. I do have some into a couple of these masters. Um, I don't know about you. I just feel like Arcanists aren't, I don't know. Do you, I feel like they're not being as played as much as, as they were back in like GG1 maybe. Hmm. I, think I don't know if you've noticed that. I think that actually might be because of Explorer Society yeah. and because of GG2. But, I mean, they got like two sets of nerves and one set of buffs. We we got we kind of have to give them time, you know. That it's that's fair. Yeah, it's probably one of those things because there are still people playing them in Vassal and they're doing well. If I remember correctly, uh, the world champion for the Vassal League last year was playing Arcanist. Um, and yeah, like like they're perfectly fine. Um, well, maybe not all of them, but like there's at least three of them that I see constantly. Hoffman, um, what's her face? A uh, girl that disappears a lot and is Colette. annoying as hell. Colette, yes, thank you. And uh, Mei Fang, I see them constantly. Oh, and Karis, so four. I see four constantly because they, they do certain missions in GG2 very well. Okay, so let's kind of look at the first one. We already mentioned the first one that I want to look at, which is Colette. And a lot of people that played original Colette might be like, oh, the original Colette was so good. Why would you want to bring a title? But I've heard people say that that new Colette into either Break the Line or Symbols can be pretty ridiculous. Hmm. Because apparently, I forget what it is with those stupid birds. There's something where like she summons the birds and she can do actions or maybe interacts through them or something. So it just causes people a bunch of problems and you kill the bird and it's like, okay, I'm just going to you know, summon it back up again. Uh, let me see. I think it is... I think it's she can use them as soul stones. It's been a while since I, I played against Colette because of what you said. Like, I I've been practicing with my brother. I've been playing with like Angel and people like that that I know because I'm trying not to be very competitive lately. I don't want to get burned out. And one of the things that I noticed was that I was like, I started seeing less and less of factions. I've seen yeah. the same four factions over and over again. But when I was very competitive, I saw all of them. So maybe that's related. I don't know how. how yeah, so it. it's the routine performance. So basically the doves can count as decoy markers. So ignoring range and line of sight, target may take a general or attack action as though um, it were the, uh, this model using uh, this model stat card. Um, so I think that's kind of where people are using the routine performance to kind of really do some busted things with those doves. Gotcha. But the other Colette's just so good with movement and um, making your stuff disappear, and she's hard to kind of lock down. So I, I, I don't know. These both have a lot of playability. Hmm. Um, I've heard people say that just the Smuggler title for Colette is, is really good into certain pools. Uh, but I think generally speaking, I'd probably still give a little tilt to the original just because the original is so good at what she does. Yeah. I mean, I can only see second Colette being good if there's some tech that they know that stops triggers. Yeah. That's literally well, and, it. And I, I know we didn't say this yet, but I do love this title keyword 
uh, there's this title system for the master mm -hmm. because one if you do think that the master they declared is a bad matchup for your original the title usually is okay enough where you can use that instead and it also makes it where you can probably solo a keyword in a tournament more easily than before oh oh hell yeah i mean if i ever get back to being in a competitive meta this year i'm gonna do that with, with uh pandora well, we're gonna get there when we get to Neverborn, but like she's juicy. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I know Colette's not. Uh, it, it's a complex master. I think they both have playability. Hmm. Um, but like I said, I, I like the original a little bit better on that one. Um, what about the Fireburner and uh, Karis model? There, you have Karis, and then you have Karis Reborn. I the only thing I've heard about Karis Reborn is she stacks fire. And then your stuff blows up. I guess I don't. I don't know. I don't. I'm not sure what's going on there. This is weird because, like, I played against her, and I'm trying to remember right now because I played against her before I uh, I stopped being competitive, like I was saying. And she is nuts. Like she is super, super nuts. And they both have a a, a place. Like you don't have to play just the second one instead of the first one. But it's it's clear that the second one is better like it's just like oh this is a bad matchup for the second one i forgot what the matchup is and then you play the first one yeah i'm, I'm not sure i just know that the first one is just super good with the pyre markers putting out um what was it fire and injured is that what that pyre marker does right she puts fire and injured and she has a running gun so she can charge and then shoot you with conflagration from like from downtown but um it's if I remember correctly, the second one, she just constantly, constantly sets things on fire with pyre markers. Like she just drops pyre markers uh, with uh, hand of uh, immolation. Uh, hand of immolation. Immolation, yeah. Yes. Yeah, and it just to give people an idea, she's the reason why they capped conditions while her and Brewmaster. <laughs> yes, yes, because. They did. She was doing this silly thing where it's like, oh, you take like, what What was it? It's like something like 10 damage or 12 damage well, at, during the end step or something. Yeah, because if I remember, it's a Scorching Radiance. Actually, I have the card. Uh, when this model would suffer, no, that's not it. It's something that like at the end of the turn, if X happens, yeah, it's, it's take... Scorching Radiance. It says, but is that when this model would suffer damage from burning during the end phase, it may have another model within three suffer that damage instead then reduce the model's burning condition by an equal amount. Okay, that's what it is. So you stack fire on Karis, move her up, and then just blow something up. Yes. So she... Because the thing is, if I remember, it's you charge, uh, hit them with... Uh, but she moves seven, so she's freaking quick. Yeah, but it's like, it's a combination of two things. It's like, you have to charge with a crow. Uh, yeah, she has rampage, so that's what it is. She charges, she hits you with a crow, she rampages through you. You have to pass a move 13 duel or suffer one damage. She gets fire again. Like, she just constantly gets fire. She gets fire twice for charging. And at the end of the turn, she'll have something like fire 15 or something ridiculous. Because yeah. people have been pouring fire into her. And then she just says, all right, I end my turn. Boom. <laughs> it's yeah, so it's dumb. gross. It's super gross. <laughs> it's just, it's really interesting. It, it's tough. Um uh... I don't know. I got to see the title in action. Um, I I don't prefer either one on, on this just because I have experience against Karis 1, but I do see some playability with Karis 2. So I think they're kind of a, a wash. They seem to do kind of similar things, except for 
Karis one is more, I don't know. She has kind of more of a range attack that she wants to focus on. So I don't know. I, I'm not sure which one I would lean on, lean into. We're going to stick with both and they both have their matchups. I mean, <laughs> let's be honest here. We, if, if you have to change the way that a general rule in the game cha- uh, functions, you were fucking disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> so Kara's, Kara's getting nerfed to only do five damage. Oh, woe is you. Yeah, right. And I still think that she's the stronger version of the two. I'm just saying. Okay. That's good. I mean, I don't like I said, you have experience. I don't. So I could definitely see that. Um, what about this next one? This next one is definitely interesting and i don't know if you've looked at it because this is a dual master but marcus and chimera you have the alpha title for marcus and i i've liked the title a lot more than the original i don't know about you bro i yes i mean i've gotten my butt kicked by it i've played against it uh multiple times lately um i've played as it a couple of times that that title is deep like it's it's really really strong. It's better than the first one by far, and it's just like there's so much there's so much skill and execution you have to learn about it. But it's so good. Well, because wasn't the downfall of the original one is you really had to kind of stick around each other and in a bubble, and this one kind of lets you off the chain a little bit. Yes, and also you uh, once you run out of cards, the entire house of cards just like blur because. <laughs> It, yeah, you, you constantly, every turn, you have to do a certain set of actions to keep your stuff going. And if Black Joker here happened, or if, you know, I somehow, you know, didn't have the cards in my hand or didn't have the stone anymore because you made me have to defend myself, it, it's bad. It was like, it was too dependent on cards. So let me put it that way. Yeah, I like his attack. I like, um, he does have Intimidating Roar, so that's good kind of for your unpacking thing. Um, he has a man. His pulse heal is good. I mean like that law. That law of me is super good. The uh, that the, his actions are great. Yes, but like the front of his card is just made out of gold, dude. It is the entirety of his front of the card, like the ability of not having enemy models be placed within four inches of you. Yeah, he has a mini gravity well. He has a mini gravity well, which is huge because it, it actually it's not a mini gravity well so much as it's mini gravity well plus. A four-inch aura of severe terrain, <laughs> like he's he's yeah, also. Yeah. So not only are you not flying when you charge him, or, right. or someone's not coming in, but they're going to be slowed down unless they ignore severe. Yes, and if I remember correctly, he also has um, favorable ground or something like that. Yeah, terrain. Yeah, like it's he he's just way better, way better than the first one. Yeah, it counts as having cover. Um, the upgrades. I mean, he starts with one, so I mean. Yep. The upgrades on Marcus are fun anyways, just because you can give like flying and stuff to your beast. So there's all sorts of cool stuff. Technically speaking, he has two upgrades because he also gets to discard it and apply another one. Yeah. And when he discards it, he can put it on something else or he can put it on himself. I I, I can't remember the last part because it's been a while since I played as him. Like I know that he has shenanigans with like, removing upgrades and putting it back on because of the, the front of his card. That's yeah, super nice. and I like the stats uh, that he has, just solid. Somehow the saber-toothed cat version of Marcus with Alpha is slower than the human version. I don't quite get that. I mean, I guess it's because they gave him Leap. Because <laughs> eh, he's heavier. 
He's just heavier, and he's he's learning how to. He's stockier, yeah. Yeah, and he's learning how to move in his his new body. It it doesn't matter really because like the man is amazing. (laughs) Yeah, I've seen a lot of people like like it, and I I this reminds me a lot of uh, Chromac. I don't know if you ever played. Mm circle but oh hell the yeah version where he could you know morph in and out of the beast i i love that uh every war machine player every every mark one war machine player has gone through the chromac trial it's like are you within 14 inches of my caster yes you're dead because <laughs> <laughs> you can't do anything <laughs> oh all right let's let's kind of move on i th- i definitely think the second one's more interesting there yeah. Um, this one's tricky, uh, because the new Rasputina one got a buff, and, but Rasputina two apparently has some legs. So I'm kind of curious if you have an opinion of one over the other. I really don't cause I don't play against or with Raspy. I, I haven't seen anything about this master, either version. Like, I don't okay. know anything about it. I'm surprised that you haven't because you said that you play that Chris is now playing Arcus. So I did play. Uh, he did switch uh, because and if people are wondering why Chris isn't on, it's because he's still crying in his pillow over uh, <laughs> over the explorers getting a bad touch. I miss least the masters. He like I miss him. Um, so hopefully we'll, he'll come back eventually. Right. We'll, we'll get him into something that he thinks is good and then he'll be in the swing of things again. Um I can't speak to Raspy too, just because I don't know. There's there's stuff going on there, I guess. But I, the biggest thing I noticed with Rasputina one, uh, where is it? The change that they made. Where is it? It's something where she gets to draw more cards now. After so, it's Glacial Surge now. So after this model cheats fate or discards a card during its activation, it may draw a card, and it can do this the amount of times where. There are pillar ice pillars within eight of her, which of course there's going to be three. So that means basically for you can cheat each action and you're going to draw a card. So that was huge because it allowed him to be more aggressive with Rasputina's attack um, or shockwaves or whatever. And I tell you what, that shockwave, where is it? There was a shockwave. I think it's freeze over. Yeah. It gives you slow, staggered, and it does other stuff. I was just, and I was kind of bubbled up playing Von Schill because, you know, I was bubbled. And all of a sudden, like, it was the end of the turn. Mm -hmm. And just, I think it was Von Schill, Eric, and my sniper were all slow and and staggered. I was like, this is not good. This is like bad news bears. That that ability is disgusting for one thing. And I mean, for many reasons, it's really disgusting, especially if you know what you're doing in the game. But like, it it needs a five to force people to have a nine and it's a move 14 that's exactly why i said this like you need most people need a nine to nine but yeah. they, but the raspy player just needs a five of two suits of a pro and uh of a ram that's it like it's disgusting well i guess you could also force multiple times to the cruelty but eh, i don't know how i feel about that one um i mean sure if you get it right i mean it's not bad to take the action again but right. yeah, doing the two damage on top of the uh, the staggered and slow is just freaking brutal. Yes. Yes, it is. It's so gross. <laughs> Not only that, it heals her model. So if they're close by, which in our game, the ice golem was, it, right. it was healing a little bit. And I was like, this is a, this is a bad spot. <laughs> we need to get out of the way. We need to, we need to move now. Get the hell out of here. Yeah, no. So, 
I, I mean, I would just kind of lean towards probably Raspy one, just because I haven't seen Raspy two, and I I think that might be the same boat you're in. If you kind of, I, I don't know, the the new Raspy is pretty good though. I liked her. Well, I I haven't seen her or the new title. So that was a little worrisome because I thought that when the title came out, I was at least going to see Rasputina. I I haven't even heard about her. I tell you what, with Raspy 1, mm-hmm. I don't know if this was one of the changes, but the fact that when an opponent uh, starts their activation, yeah, basically within one inch of an ice pillar, right. they have to discard a card or gain slow. I don't know if they just added that, but that's super good. No, it always had that. The, the okay. thing is, if I remember correctly, um, people would just remove the ice pillar, or it just wasn't that much of an incentive because the ice pillar would give you also cover. Like it was a combination of a couple of things. Because I remember playing against her a couple of times, losing like maybe once or twice, and then never again seeing her. Like this is oh. like. V zero. I brought Yannick yeah. with uh with Von Schill because of all the discarding and drawing. Because so I had, like, always bring Yannick with Von Schill. I, I was like, <laughs> man, I have like a diesel hand and I don't want to discard any of these. Oh my god. Yeah. So I, I would lean towards Raspy one, but folks, that's purely just because I've never seen Raspy two. Mm-hmm. And I don't read too well um off the fly. So I'm not gonna sit here and read this card for ten minutes to try and figure out what Raspy two does. Uh yeah. No offense to you, uh, Arcanist players. Um, what about the old uh Vizier himself, the old Sandeep? Uh I don't know. Have you had any games against the uh the font of magic Sandeep too? So Sandeep before uh GG two hit and all the changes to um summon summoning. Yeah. And the revision, the the, the second or third revision yeah, he, on, he, he on used to be ridiculously. Yeah, good. but like they re- revised the rules for replace, they revised the rules for summoning, they did a whole bunch of changes, and all of a sudden he disappeared from the meta. Like I don't know if it was because the GG two meta just doesn't you know vie with him, like it doesn't gel with him. I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him or the since GG one. Because he was like everywhere in GG1. And then all of a sudden he just disappeared. Now I will say that one of the guys on our Discord was talking about Sandy 2, the Fun of Magic. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that he can be pretty good into things like um, into symbols because he can basically put ice pillars around the symbols to make it very difficult for you to get in there and interact. And apparently his new Wind Golem Enforcer thing is a pretty diesel model. So um, just from what I hear, I'm probably leaning more towards the second version title here. But that's just from me hearing other people. I don't have any games into him yet. Because like you said, Sandeep's disappeared. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll take your word for it. Because like one was really oppressive in, in GG1. Then GG2 came out and, G, and Sandeep 1 disappeared. Just, they put him on the they put him on the milk carton he was missing. <laughs> yeah. We need to make a meme of just missing uh Malifaux, you know, crews that once the GG and once the errata hit, they just go missing. Have you seen Yatsunori? A model <laughs> that people forget that it existed at one point. <laughs> Have you seen Sandeep? Have you seen Sandeep? <laughs> An entire crew that people used to remember. Have you seen Leviticus? <laughs> oh man. So sad. <laughs> that one hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> that was a low blow, Pete. Yeah. 
Uh, what about Tony Ironside? So I think we're going with Sandeep too, just because, and yeah, we'll have more interesting things I think to say about some of these other ones that we oh, have yeah. games as as, playing. As soon as we start you going, I, you and I—that's why I started with Arcanist because I'm like, this is the one we know like the least about. Yeah, as soon as we start getting to like Resurrectionist or the other ones, then we're gonna go like ham. Um, I'm gonna pick Tony uh, Ironside's the original just because I like punching people in the face. Me too. I think the first one was better. Uh, yeah, the other one has a bunch of weird things, and yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm a punch in the face kind of guy, so I'll yeah. just stick with my original Tony. Yeah. This one is interesting. The old Charles Hoffman, which I do have experience into. Hmm. So you have this inventor version where he's all hulked out on this 50 mil, and then you have the support version of the original Charles Hoffman. I, I'd be curious to think <laughs> which one you think is better or if they're kind of have both have their spots. Nah, I think Hoffman 2 is by far the best. Hoffman 2 <laughs> changed the very foundation of how a certain ability worked. That's how this yeah, any, anytime is. anytime the game the people making the game have to adjust the game because of a model, you know they were doing a good thing. Yeah, that model was doing something heinous so therefore it had to change. Like both uh what you call it? Both Keras 2 and Mike Morning too, were doing something so heinous that they had to change the basic rules of the game. And then now, so did uh, Hoffman. Hoffman changed how Smash works. Because Smash didn't even have a... Oh, Slam. Slam didn't even have a, a name. It was just yeah. ability to destroy terrain. <laughs> now, I, I will say, I think that there is a spot for Hoffman 1. Okay. I think if I'm soloing a tournament with the augmented keyword, mm -hmm. I think you want to bring the original Hoffman when the board is kind of wide and it's like a corner deployment. Right. Because then you can give out fast and, you know, get your crew moving a little bit better. Yep. And if I remember correctly, they changed the roles, uh, the rules, sorry, in GG2 so that you can't place impassable markers anywhere near a uh, a strategic marker. Isn't that correct? Yeah, I think so. I'd have to go back and look it up. Yeah, but... me too, because that's important for tournaments. Yeah, I think the uh, I think the second one is better, the inventor. Oh, yeah. Um, one, because his stats are better, right? Besides willpower went down to six. I mean, okay. Yeah. But he's defense five. He's move five, so he's faster. Right. He's um, still armor two for some reason. He, he's armor two. He's bigger size, which definitely has its benefits with all the huge models you have. Right. Um, the pylon markers are ridiculous. Yes, they are. Uh, he has bulldoze, which is ridiculous. Help get rid of some of those markers that you have hanging around. He can put more scrap markers down to benefit your crew. And then alternating current just is ridiculous, just doing irreducible damage. Yep. And then also, I like the construction claw because you can just slam models into, you know, hazardous terrain and shit. Yes, that's... I mean, it's shocking whenever somebody gets hit by it because i remember the first time i got hit by it and they placed me like two inches behind them and i was like oh yeah. crap this is not a yeah, push like that was the first, for some reason i thought construction code was a push I'm like no it just yoink get over here oh, yeah so and dixon before we move on to the next one you have to say bulldoze's trigger construct additional pylons <laughs> you have to construct additional pylons <laughs> must construct additional pylons <laughs> All right, and the uh, last Arcanist slash Ten Thunder Master is Mei Fang. Yep. Uh, I think the second one is just phenomenal. Bro, that is, that one's hard. That one's hard. Cause... It is, because the first one's such a jackhammer to your nuts, you know, just yep. going to kill you. She's also fast in terms of, like, 
offensive power, whereas the other one is fast in terms of defensive power. The the second one can, I, I, I swear, like I remember when we met, we were talking about her originally, and I said yeah. shove aside was like disgusting. Bro, shove aside is disgusting. The amount it of times is. I've seen it, people like, I'm gonna charge this model over here, heal it, then shove aside, move him into position, and then charge this other model over here and heal it. Because it doesn't say enemy. It's just straight up, hey, this happened. Yeah, I think that's really good. I love the impromptu invention. That's really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it's just the shielding going out with safety inspection, super good. Yes. Uh, this 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 version, because I feel like the her keyword was good, but it did have some fragile pieces, and eventually it could get worn down. But now that you have all the armor with shielding and she's a healer and she can heal a crap ton and she's mobile mm -hmm. and you ignore things like hazardous terrain, just, man, it's good. Yeah, no, impromptu invention, putting, like, I I think you you were talking about, like, putting slow and, like, stagger and stuff like that. It, it, any, anything, injured, stagger, like, any stat that you put on somebody that's negative, it's so huge. Like, it's... Yeah, I don't. There's, I don't know what to say. I'm sorry. It's just wow. <laughs> that being said, though, um, the original May Fang with her deadly claws and the jackhammer kick is always su super fun. So yep. there's definitely a spot when when you when somebody says they're going to play May Fang, I think I'm expecting the foreman, but I'm worried about the original because the original can just ruin your day. Yeah, and that's the main reason why I can't because like you have to set up. You have to play different, and you have to set up your crew differently for either of them. Yeah, she's a she's a good title because I think the title's better, but the original is such a threat and does a different thing that you have to be worried about. Right. So this is one of the ones that I was telling you about where I think it's it's depending on on what's going to happen. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, definitely. I don't think I don't think either is better than the other. I think they're just really good to different things. All right. Well, let's get into my love the Bayou. I'm just kind of going down the line in the app here. Oh, me too. But yeah, let's start with uh, Bayou here with the Brewmaster. Um, brew, <laughs> brew one who? I mean, yeah, Brew one. I think you're, you're, you're either going to see Brewmaster Moonshiner or you're not going to see Brewmaster. Brewmaster period. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's 100%. Brew the, the Moonshiner has been to the point that I, I don't even see Brew 2 mentioned as a name. I just see the Moonshiner. All right, I'm going to yeah. play Moonshiner. Yeah, I just do Moonshiner. Yeah, I'm just going to play Moonshiner. They don't even say Brewmaster anymore. That's so sad. That's how that's how <laughs> specific. The, the original Brewmaster is on the milk carton. He is missing. <laughs> <laughs> Matter of fact, it looks like he has some milk bottles on his staff. Yeah, yeah. That's so sad. Um, the reason is just because... There's so many hard counters that the original has. Like the original can lock you down, but if you get rid of like the amount of poison on some of his models, it, and then if you have ways to kind of just scatter and get away from them, um, it can be hard for the original brewmaster. And the original brewmaster is killing just maybe a thing a turn that he can lure in and lock down. Um, but Brewmaster 2, 1, you can't get rid of the poison condition on any of his models as long as they're close to him, which they usually are. Yep. Um, you can ping damage, so just by moving, and that can be out of activation, you're doing a point of damage just by reducing your poison. Everybody's getting poison in your crew because of another round. And hazardous terrain by opening the gourd. Yep. Uh, so no, every time you move, you're just stacking more poison. And, and I, have a drink, don't forget. 
Well, have a drink on everything, definitely. Yeah, because so, plus two poison every single time for, for one flip. It's not even a card. You just like flip a card, that's it. Have a drink. Well, and then the other part of Brewmaster Moonshiner that I think people are surprised about is the drunken kung fu and the two inch reach melee <laughs> so once you get into it he has a stat six two inch reach where negs count as positives so it's like okay you put me on a negative that's actually a positive boom i got a severe it's only two three four but the fact is you're getting moderate to severe on most attacks so it's three to four damage and he can put distracted on you he can push you to give you poison um he has the built-in crow to give you poison this model just it it does what the original it feels like the what the original should have been yeah that that's my ted talk on brewmaster moonshiner no no that's that's a good ted talk the i mean i have seen this is this is like mistakes i get it that's mistakes but i've seen a sorita player uh try to do the trick with the uh with the uh, little wisp i don't know if you've seen the willow wisp combo with the sorita yeah. Yeah. So, like, Willowis comes out, hits the doll. Doll gives Moonshiner distracted. Yeah. Good. Mistakes were made. Like, <laughs> I didn't realize that that's what happens. And I'm just like, oh. Dude, I had it one God. time where I was playing against <laughs> Ivan 2, and you know how Ivan 2 has the distracted aura? <laughs> I just sent Brewmaster Moonshiner right into him. Oh, my and God. Every time I did an attack, it's like I was getting a focus for just anything I did. Oh, I know. It's so damn funny. I mean, it it's good. not for damage, but it's to hit is so good. It's so damn good for hitting. Yeah, it's oh. super good. Yeah, so the original, yeah, I just, I wish there was something more there. Um, if you, and this goes to anybody that's playing against the try cheeky word. If somebody declares uh, Brewmaster Moonshiner, just, or sorry, if somebody declares Brewmaster in the try cheeky word, know that they're probably picking the Moonshiner. I mean, there are some hardcore lovers out there that, Really love the original, but it's hard to play well. Mm -hmm. And there's not many pools where it's super great into. I think that's the other problem with them. No. All right, Dixon. So that one was pretty easy. What about our boy Captain Zip and then Captain Zip the Dread Pirate Roberts? <sighs> I'm very disappointed. Are you? Yeah, because I love the Dread Pirate Zip, but I still see mostly normal Zip. And it's on the same missions. Like, literally, yeah. people are not picking him because... He's like it's. They're not picking Dread Pirate because he's better for the mission or better. Period. No, they're just picking him because I like how he looks. So I will say I do have games with the Dread Pirate. I'm not going to pretend like the original's not better because it is, right? I mean, yeah, original Zip is just so damn good. Yeah. But here's what I do like about the uh, Dread Pirate. I'll just mention it real quick. So the first thing I will say is the captain of the infamy where you can do an interact action that was pretty good um so when i was doing damage i could then discard a card to have one of my infamous models do an interact so that was good for things like um what deathbeds and other schemes that i needed to drop next to an opponent so mm -hmm. that was really good walk the plank was okay i got that a couple times where it was pretty big his melee is pretty decent uh the I think the biggest thing, there's two things that are just super good. The bonus, booty and plunder, one of the best bonuses in the game. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's just, you're going to draw like three cards off of it. It's just, it's that good. Full speed ahead, I like too. It helps get your stuff moving and, uh, and yeah, it, it was just good. So 
I think there's some movement shenanigans with this zip, plus he can interact. And he's decently, when I was playing with him, he he was really good at getting, positioning the enemy well. So I think in pools where you want, you know, your opponent's trying to get claim jump, or if you need your opponent, you know, to be next to these markers to score, you know, whatever mission. I think this zip is pretty good at that, but then you can argue, well, you had up we go on the original and you can place them and then push them. So you're doing that better anyways. Um, <laughs> I found this, I found Dread Pirate fun, but I'm not going to pretend like the original isn't a lot better. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, because I, 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 really I, I think if it them. wasn't zip, I think if this was like a version, like if, if let's say that for some reason, let's just say this was Somer, I would like this version. I would play Somer's keyword, but since it's zip, it's like, yeah, it's fun and it does cool things, but the original is so much better. Yeah. Yeah. Hands down. However, I am challenged here, almost like a captain's challenge of trying to find a good spot for this uh, title. So I'm going to try it. Keep trying it. I like it. I, I really, the, the thing is that the other zip does, let me put it this way. The other zip does everything that this zip does basically better with Except two for actions. Interact. Except, Except for interact. Interact action is literally, literally the only thing this one does better. Granted. Yeah, no, like, like fly away is, in, uh, fly away, whatever. The melee attack from the first one does like two of the actions on this guy. Just with that so one attack. I, I will say that I think the <laughs> one spot the title fits really well is when Captain Zip goes against another flying crew. True. Because up we go doesn't work against flying models. So that might be the spot where you're like, okay, I can't do up we go. Let's bring, you know, the Dread Pirate. That's very, very true. So you think that if you're playing against somebody that you know, like, for example, Nekima, do you think this is better against Nekima? I don't think so. Uh, Against Nekima, no. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Was like... <laughs> Nekima, it's like, I'm going to shoot you with my zip zap gun. <laughs> um, no, but I tell you where I was going to play it. I just didn't have the game. But in uh, Captain Con, I was in the mirror match. And hmm. I it was zip versus zip. And I was like, I wish I had a couple games because I totally would have dropped the title. That's actually 100% true. And, and what Maeve is, what told me that do? too. Maeve said that thinks that's the one spot where this this title fits really well yeah i mean there's also a couple of other attacks uh that captain zip the uh the dread pirate can actually push away easier with uh walk the plank which i yeah. find hilarious i don't know why it, it's funny to i me. love it oh yeah. i love it <laughs> um monologue though is kind of a dead uh dead ability on the front of the card though so <sighs> I focus on that yeah. What about uh I, I I think this one's pretty easy, but I gotta say it anyways. Uh we got Maw Tucket and then Mecha Meemaw. I personally think that they're both good for different reasons. I think that it is Maw Tucket the original and it's not super close. Damn. Alright. I I think there's only a couple of, there's a couple of matchups where I bring Mecha Meemaw. Mm -hmm. uh, most of that's against armor or if I know there's gonna be a lot of hazardous terrain. Like 80% of the time, though, it's going to be the original. It just And the biggest reason that I found out, especially at Captain Con, is the card draw. The fact that with Mecha Meemaw, you are just missing out on so much card draw. It's yeah. ridiculous. That is true. That is the one thing. But I, I actually see a good number of both. 
I really do. Yeah, yeah, I don't think that the and don't get me wrong, I don't think that Maw Two is unplayable. Mm -hmm. uh, and there are some like mechanical construct lists that are really fun with her. Oh yeah. But I will tell you in that tournament, I missed the hell out of card draw. And I even brought Big Brain Brin and I just drew like shit. And that was the game I rage quit just because it I was fighting so hard to try and get points to I, I couldn't win towards the end of the game. I was trying to get close to a draw. And just because the lack of card draw and the bad flips, it just cost me the game. Yeah. No, I, I feel you. I feel you. But she's good. I mean, a lot of the stuff that she does, armor um, is really good on the second version. But like I said, the careful planning, the ill omens, the diving charge is huge. I missed... If I had diving charge in that game that I played, diving charge is just one of the best abilities in the game. I, I don't care what people say. The fact that it's just like, fuck your models, fuck this terrain, I'm going over there. <laughs> I am flying out of here. It's no surprise that you like uh, Von Chill, to be honest. Oh, dude. Von Chill <laughs> and Eric Cabot? I was like, god damn. This is, this is the bee's knees. It was meant to be. It was. Um, <laughs> But I think you're right. Mecha Mod does have her spots. Yeah. I still think, like I said, about 70 to 80% of the matchups, you're still probably bringing the original. Okay. What about, ooh, this is a tough one with the Ophelia and the changes to her keyword, but we'll focus on the master. Yeah. Uh, I like the second version better with Overloaded. I don't know. What do you think? So I was going to ask you because I don't see her often. I really don't. And, and I was wondering if it's still because of GG2. So I think with the new changes, I, I personally... The original is still good, but the, the changes to Francois makes it where she's pretty much your heavy hitter now. And your Francois, yeah, and Francois is not there to back you up. Yeah, um, they, they kill Francois for I don't know yeah. what crimes because I, didn't <laughs> I think like what you said in the last one where you're like they took and we'll say it for Francois instead of the changeling. <laughs> you're like take Francois, took him behind the shed killed him and brought some other person that we don't know who it is, but they said it's Francois. <laughs> Man, it's so sad. Cause like, I don't think that he was broken. I think that he's there was good. A yeah. I think there was a problem in the faction where he was just the best pick. Yeah. Like maybe, maybe you could have toned him down. That's true. But in the faction, now there's a void because who are you going to bring instead of Francois? Uh, oh, come on. Come on. Burton Gracie. Come on. Not even close. Yeah, yeah, not everybody's you, Pete. Not everybody's you. I know, I know. Um, but this Overloaded, I think, is the version that's better. Okay. Because, one, I think it's more flexible because, yes, Ophelia 1 can do a lot with the upgrades. This version of Ophelia, you can put upgrades on anybody. Hmm. So even the little LaCroix Raider, which was never brought with the first version, right. can now do something with the upgrades. Uh, Rami's still decent with these upgrades. Um, so even though he got nerfed a little bit, I think it's still definitely worth bringing with the upgrades. Uh, she draws a shit ton of cards. Mm -hmm. So I just like this version a lot. This version's uh, something I would still bring over the original. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in, in my stalking, because that's basically me thinking it over. I was like, man, I watch a lot of games. Because I, I stopped playing competitively, but I love the competitive scene. Still so checking I, it out, yeah. Oh, dude, I, I like just like put the vassal game on my computer over here while I'm playing Elder Ring and I start listening in while I'm on mute. Uh, anyway, long story short, I've seen only one game where Ophelia was played. It was Turf War and she was playing Overloaded. And I was yeah. like, this is not, you know, a good 
representation of the keyword because I I don't see her often. I see Zip a lot. I yeah. see Zip one a lot. Well, speaking of masters that are on milk cartons, what about Somer? <laughs> Who's that? So the original definitely got nerfed and haven't seen him since the uh, GG2. Yeah. No, so, once he got nerfed and the changes to summons and the changes to GG2, like all all three things, because it was a combination of all three things, Summer disappeared. He's the sound deep of, of Bayou. I, exactly. And I will say the Somer loot monger the title i i think we don't know because nobody's really dedicated games into playing it yep um some people say there's some weird things going on there and they're wanting to try some stuff out uh i talked to talked to mave i talked to yep. a couple other bayou players and and they see some stuff there mm-hmm. so i'm just interested to see what people find out i'm not a big uh not a big big hat fan anyways like somer's not my jam right. never has been uh so I'm just I'm more interested. Just uh, I'm gonna pass on that one though, just because he's yeah. on, he's just doubly on the milk carton. Haven't seen him yet. Yeah, no, I, I remember that when the book dropped, I played Mave with uh, her using Summer too, and that was it. That was my I don't even remember the game. I remember playing against her. I don't even remember who won. He, she yeah. probably won. Well, let's go to an easier one. I feel uh, we got Ulix, and then we have Ulix the the pork belly protector. Ulix 2 is pretty good. <laughs> yes. I, was I, I, I have this box pre-ordered, and I am going to play it when, when I get that model because there, if you haven't seen this this card and if you haven't looked at it closely, it it draws a lot of comparisons from the community to Nakima. Bruh, it's, it's literally Nakima in Bayou. Yeah. But it has a gun. Like I was like, my God, this guy's amazing. It has a gun and it's setting you on fire and it's and it's making pigs bigger. Yeah, and <laughs> and I got to see uh at least two games uh with Ulix two, one one, lost one, uh not the same player. And it's it's just really cool. Just watching shit on fire while my lot of pigs are just going hog wild. Yeah. Also yeah, so- adversary. Adversary is like really, really good. <laughs> yeah, um, there, there's definitely some things that put adversary out. Um, the fact that he can do it if he just what I think damages you and any pig, um, any yeah, pig hurts anybody, they get adversary, and all of a sudden you flip. I, I saw both players that I the both games that I watch him play, they went through their decks twice during each turn that's how ridiculous it was the the only thing i will say about ulix that Mm -hmm. i missed is ulix one has the ability on the front of his card to uh give one inch reach to the pigs right that that doesn't seem like a big deal but it is i guess i mean i didn't see any difference when it comes to i know i know that range zero melee is insanely shitty compared to range one i get that but in the games that I saw, like it, it just looked so so well, oppressive, dude. Well, well, here's here's the reason why uh, there is a lot of movement shenanigans with Ulix One. Um, the Hurdum is ridiculous. I love Hurdum. Um, there, there's a lot of times where you can really do some work with like break the line, um, just because turn one you can move two markers up the board super far mm-hmm. um the grow up strong is where i think people get trapped with ulix one 
because it's so card intensive to do all that. Mm. So the fact that the second version, its bonus action is how it grows things up, essentially. And it's just, okay, you move through there. Okay, you go up X amount of size as, you know, fire was on the model. Okay, this little piglet with one bonus action is now a war pig. Bro, I'm 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 now thinking about the swine cursed. Swine cursed, yes. I haven't seen a game with Ulex since the buffs. Holy crap! Yeah, I, I when I get that model, I'm gonna try. And that's the thing; you don't even have to um, hire them, but I think I might. It depends on what the list looks like in my head. Mm-hmm. But yeah, two swine cursed can be super good in this crew. Yep. They got some good triggers added to them, so I, I'm excited. I mean, I guess you save yourself points, because the thing is, if I'm because you have to spend seven points obligated for the Aramantian boar, the, the, the Neverborn boar. It, it depends on the table. I haven't tried that pig yet. No, it's it's pretty mandatory, because... Uh, well, you, I know I'm not going to bring it now, because you said it was mandatory. Yeah, okay. Have fun getting clogged up. <laughs> Like, the Shut thing up. is, yeah, yeah, like, cause the thing is, he makes it work. He makes the entire crew, yeah, I get, I get ham because of ah, severe, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, because of the ignoring severe teleportation, the extra severe training that he puts out, like the 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 damage prevention, like he does a lot for the crew. Yeah, yeah. I I feel yeah. Yeah, I think that one's a slam dunk. I mean, you can do some fun things with the original, and there's some good synergy. But that second right. one's going to be a beast, man. Be scared when you see that pig come down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hunter's bow giving you adversary into everything has shielded. Well, and that's the thing, right? Because so Nikima, she's going to have to scream across the board. Right. I mean, you, Ulix, it's like, okay, I'm going to shoot you while I'm kind of moving up. Cool, cool. Now wreck your face. It takes two. <laughs> yeah, it takes two actions for Nikima to get to you. It takes Ulix one action to start shooting you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What about my boy Wong? Uh, Wong got some buffs. Uh, I still think the second version is better. I'm sorry. I'm so disappointed. Like, I have it, not seen he's either. Better? He's <laughs> wow. Well, that that's seems not, rude. That's not true. I have seen a few games of Wong One, and I have seen uh, uh, Angel. Angel wrote like an entire like spiel. Uh, about like how he feels about Wong getting buffed, and he said it's actually mostly a nerf. So, <laughs> yeah, like I, I I gave you the link and everything. Like I, I don't know. Man. I I will still pick two, just because the fact that, and I don't know. See, the problem is I like Wong the Enchanter. Right. I just I don't like the keyword. The models that I want to like. Like the taxidermist and like the the lightning bugs, yeah. And the swine curse are better, and yeah. Alphonse is okay. So you kind of bring those three models, and then you're kind of looking at it like, well, what, what the hell? I don't like Alphonse. Alphonse does I, not listen, look anything I was, like his I was doing lip service to the Bayou community there because I know people love fucking Alphonse. I don't know why. I hate him. I don't like him. He looks like straight butt. <laughs> 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 looks like straight booty <laughs> the worst looking modeling the entire game okay yeah, well what about what about actually in gameplay though no like his mechanical rules are insane like i think he's a great model mechanically but okay i don't like the model or the look of the model <laughs> yeah no the rules are are, are great actually he's well because in... think well think of alphonse 
in a Wong crew, like out of keywords different. Okay. Yeah. But in a Wong crew, what the hell are you tossing up the board? I mean, sure. Now you can throw some swine cursed up. That's pretty good. Mm -hmm. But it's like, what are you going to do? Throw a lightning bug up the fucking board to die? I have no idea. But like, I've seen, yeah, I've seen him toss out like things that are dangerous. Like, like Francois back before he was nerfed into the ground. (laughs) <laughs> i will defer to jesse though jesse said he's he's found some fun things to do with wong too okay so i i will kind of defer to him uh we talked about it in great length uh, a few episodes ago um okay. there's some interesting triggers there uh but i haven't had the games yet to really speak on how i feel but i just think the damage outfits better with wong too because he can do the damage and kind of just use his crew to kind of do that. I just don't know what a successful crew looks like. Mm. Um, so, yeah. And the last one is your girl's Zoraida. Hell yeah. So have you played any games with the title? Because I haven't yes. seen it yet. No, I have. Um, I don't know yet. I don't know if it's some bad. But, like, <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out uh, Zoe, too. Like, she's just the, the, the swamp hag. I don't know. I, I haven't unlocked it yet. She does draw a lot of cards, though. She draws a lot of cards. Yeah. Um, hmm. How do you feel about Witch's Brew when you used it in game? Witch's Brew? Witch's Brew is nuts. Yeah, because I know people were really excited when they saw that bonus, so I didn't know oh, if yeah. it was as good in game as it looks on the card. I I mean, the thing is that I get a lot of discussions about this. Uh, I've had a, a couple of people tell me that, like, uh, Bad Juju is terrible. But Bad Juju is, like, my favorite model in the crew, and he's a beater. He's my personal beater. I mean, you got to play against him. Yeah, I think that he has his spots. I just think that there's some matchups and, and pools where it's like, ooh, this is not good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything that has to do with healing, I'm like, nope, out. Get out. <laughs> Jetsa, no. <laughs> yeah, Jetsa's a straight no, That's not good. That's not a good matchup at all. Um, I don't know. The original super good. Uh, if you love Obey Masters, you'll love Zoraida 1. Well, if um, you also love tripping up people that have the perfect hand, you also love Zoraida 1. So... Zoraida one act, act I tell you what, so here's a cool story about Zoraida one in the uh, Captain Con tournament that we went to in February. Mm-hmm. So it was turn four, and there was a moment where I I was trying to go first, and I was playing Maw one. Right. I was trying to go first turn four because I had the hooded rider dead to rights if Maw goes first. Right. We both had a pretty solid hand. I feel. Mm-hmm. Um. So what we ended up doing is uh, I flipped and he cheated to tie. So we had to flip again. Right. And I cheated again and he cheated again to tie. And then we flipped again and I won because what he was going to do because he saw me draw a crap ton of cards. Right. Is I'm pretty sure he was going to go with uh, Zoraida, do some obeys and then do her bonus to make me just dump all my cards. Yes. But instead, I went first and I killed the Hooded Rider in two swings with Maw. <laughs> in the arms of an angel. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I honestly, I cannot say with a straight face which one's better. I know somebody's going to be telling me later on, it's like, nah, bro, it's this one. But uh, right now, meh. Yeah, definitely let us know. I mean, if you talk to Dixon or if you're on the Discord channel, let us know if you like Zoraida 1 or 2. Um, I'd probably lean towards two just cause I'm not a huge obey master, which yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah, I mean, two, 
okay, so the games that I played so far with her, the most powerful ability in her car is Lost Knowledge, and in close second is Witch's Brew. Yeah. Yeah, like I have one of the uh, what's gonna call it? I have the the Kurgan, and I have the uh, Wall Guys, because the Wall Guys can make uh, an underbrush. But I can just target the Kurgan and just, you know, have Kurgan lose two life to remove him, quote, quote unquote, and then draw two cards also. I do think it's cool that she can just summon a random effigy. Or, uh, I mean, I end up summoning uh, the, uh, whatchamacallit effigy, the one from uh, Explore Society a lot. <laughs> yeah, lead the way or whatever on it. Well, not only lead the way to remove conditions, but like just like, oh, I want a duel by two, heal one. Yeah, I want a duel good. by two, heal one. <laughs> so we'll break this up into. I think we'll do uh, two episodes for this. So we'll do four episodes, or sorry, four factions. Holy on this crap! One. We've been talking and for an hour. The other one, because otherwise we'd be here for two hours. <laughs> oh my god! You're right. You're right. You're right. Yes. I mean, can we at least do Neverborn for Christ's sake? Yeah, I was gonna say that's the next one we're gonna do because at least the next time we're on. Mm-hmm. We can go ahead and have Chris do the explorers and hear him cry a little bit more about it. Yeah. Okay, so we can dispatch with Marcus, because we already talked about him. Alpha Alpha Marcus is still Alpha Marcus, so boom. Out of the Lucius, though, dishonorable. No questions asked. It's so sad, because I, I thoroughly enjoy telling, you know, matures to do shit. What about you? Have you, have you had any games at all with the new Lucius? So I haven't... Yeah, I mean, Lucius one the most janky thing you can do is you bring the Grim models, and they protect them, and that's about it. And draw a lot of cards too. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So I was gonna say, it seems like the original one is just kind of like this uh, Rude Goldberg machine. Yep. Whereas the new one actually has like some playability and does stuff besides drawing cards and obeys and. Like the changeling just got nerfed, so I'm sure that doesn't help the original at all. So it's it's kind of unfortunate because the new one is just a super elite master. He is awesome and he does awesome things. And you just bring other super elite stuff. Either auto keyword or versatile. Because he has secret passage and he hits like a truck. <laughs> secret passage and hits like a truck. He does. He actually does hit like a truck. He has critical strikes, that's seven claws. Which a top end of five damage, uh, seven damage total. And he gets a plus flip if you have staggered on you. Yeah, I'm sorry. He gets a plus flip on the damage if you have staggered on you. Okay. I'm surprised yeah, you I haven't mean, actually seen him yet. Well, I just honestly, mm-hmm. I haven't seen a lot of Neverborn lately. Mm. So that's probably part of it. Um, okay. I just haven't run into Neverborn a lot. Um, I'm super tempted to play Lucius. Uh, two as a as a just a an additional model with um Pandora because <laughs> Pandora loves putting conditions right and Lucius yeah. gets basically armor one when playing against things that have conditions on them oh my god it's so good but yeah no dishonorable Lucius hands down best of the two uh, following that we have the Dreamer <laughs> unfortunately. I think Dreamer 1 is slightly ahead, but I've seen it about. Like, I haven't seen many games of, of the Dreamer coming out. I think both are like kind of, you know, middling in terms of, of tier. They're like mid tier. 
Uh, but I see Dreamer 1 still. I don't know if it's because Dreamer 2 is too complicated or because people think that he's not good. I don't. Per- I personally don't like him. I don't know if you've seen him. Like um, Dreamer, period. So what was it? I think that one of the guys from like Schemes and Stones is bringing him. Really? So using him to do the card, because apparently there's a card thing that he does. Um, and then they were bringing in like a second master. Mm-hmm. The problem is, because this is the complication with him, is you know how you like lucid dreams, you get to see three cards and then you get to remove one of them. The, the big issue with Dreamer that you have to sculpt your hand with lucid dreams now. And that's it. Yeah. And the, the problem is, you know, you're like, okay, I use up my hand at a measured pace because you can't just like spew it all out. You have to lucid dream, lucid dream, lucid dream until you have, I believe it's five cards. And then you go, okay, now I sweat. Uh, I switch normal dreamer. I mean, uh, insomniac with, you know, my hand. I have a better hand because I sculpted it before I did this. And now I have to use this hand until uh, before uh, I remove all the cards out or else Dreamer comes in in the middle of the table. Like it's 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 too complicated. I mean, sounds, clun- sounds clunky. It is. It uh, Once you get the once you get used to it, then it's a good card mechanic. But I don't think it's better than the other options that we have in the faction. OK. Yeah. Now, this one's kind of interesting. Do you have any experience with your, your Euripides 2? Yes. I know you like Yuri 1. Old one eye all the way for the win. You think so? Oh, my God. It's not even a question. Okay. Well, I just asked it. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no. Euripides 2 is just strictly better in, in almost every possible way except AOE. Okay. No, not even there. Well, yeah, what, no, what's this version doing that the other one wasn't? everything really like it survives better it hits harder technically it hits less for less damage quote-unquote but in reality he's he's such a beast from range because of it gaze like uh, i mean you have to play him you have to play him just to see what i'm talking about because it's so ridiculous okay but yeah he's so much better also, you yeah, don't I'm have just... to change your, your list. You can play the same list that you used to play before, mm-hmm. and he just does it better. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, is he is he more of, like, is he trying to punch you? Like, what's he trying to do? It looks like he's he has just, a gun. He just tries to shoot you through through ice pillars. That's it. Okay. Uh, okay, with the icy refracture or refraction yep. um, trigger. Correct. That could be handy, because you're putting out a bunch of those things. Oh, my God, yes. So he hits you from behind houses and shit sometimes. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. <laughs> That's interesting. And there, apparently he has rune tokens, whatever the hell those are doing. Rune tokens are, are based off of damage that you take. Whenever a friendly savage model with an aura 10 suffers any damage, he gets rune tokens. He can only have three, so you have to constantly try to find a reason for you to use them. Because okay. you, you get them pretty fast. Yeah, because, I mean, anybody that's played with or against Euripides knows that your giant size three and four models are just getting beat up yeah. throughout the game. Oh, hell yeah. But like now you have called guys. So that's even worse because like called guys count as is, uh, ice pillars. So therefore you can have like one or two called guys in your crew just mm-hmm. to move your crew forward. And then you position the call guys in such a, in such a way that you can like have a teleporting shot. And it's just, oh, I hurt my, I call guys. Oh, okay. Okay. Now heal. 
you know, it's so gross. I'm sorry. It just there's so much. Oh, that's kind of cool. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'd be interested to see that because yeah, the models on that keyword are cool, and he looks cool on the card. Yeah. So it's actually one of the, the the models that I think that if Chris were interested in in Neverborn, he would play this model. Probably. Oh yeah. Looking at the Nephilim with Nakima. Mm-hmm. Nakima one's so good. Can Nakima two Broodmother even keep up with her? I still only see Nakima one, but people have swore to me that there's people playing two. But I only see Nakima one. So I don't even know what two's supposed to do. Uh, apparently, she makes babies. <laughs> Making babies. Yeah. So the changes that they did to the shaman were to make uh, her better, because like the shaman now is really really good with her. So they nerfed mm-hmm. the shaman to make make it a better option for her. Hmm. Yeah, that's about it. Like I honestly, I haven't seen it. People tell me that they see her, but I haven't seen her. Yeah, I mean, just from browsing the card, it looks like she's kind of trying to do Ulix's grow thing, but also scheming a little bit more instead of murdering things. Yeah, I mean, as far as I know, she she just grows babies. That's it. Like she. You have a Nephilim child, you have a Nephilim young, and eventually you'll get a mature. But the first one <laughs> does it better. Profit. Yeah, it's like, it's the pants goblins, really. Like, why <laughs> why do you have to go through all that process when you have Nikima? Yeah. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, I think I think most people would agree with that. I, I Poor brute mother. Yeah, it... it it would be cool to see somebody run that keyword well, mm-hmm. or not that keyword, but that title well. Right. Um, I mean, she still has a, I mean, honestly, her her attack is still pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, with the Broodmother, it's not terrible. Um, so I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see if anybody can champion her up and be like, ha-ha, this is the real Broodmother. <laughs> ha-ha. I don't know. I hope not so. I don't either. All right, this is your baby. What what do you think about Pandora? From what you were telling me at the beginning, you think that both have a very, very real spot uh, when yes. it comes to dropping Pandora. Holy crap, yes. I I use uh, Tyrant uh, whenever I don't want to use the first one, which is in her bat matchup. So, oh, there's guns with Ruthless on the other side. Don't want to know that. And I switch to the other one. Oh, they have a lot of plus uh, flips on their attacks don't want none of that and i switched to the to tyrant torn because like tyrant torn is so good to uh deal with the bat matchups that you know normal dora one uh, doesn't want to see that's it it's like oh i want to do a lot of aoe damage dora one oh god they have the answers to dora one dora two yeah yeah so i've heard people getting kind of the bad feelings with i mean first off you get bad feelings with pandora one mm-hmm. why do people not like pandora two what what is she doing because she has a couple of things where it's like you have to play the game. it is ridiculous to play against her no you have to play the game fair she doesn't do anything crazy she just puts a lot of shit in front of you uh because a sorrow you already know how hard it is to kill a normal sorrow under normal conditions yeah yeah, so if you don't have like a beater that can just like off a sorrow quickly, the sorrow will slowly heal back up. <laughs> uh, so sorrows are Doesn't annoying. Doesn't Pandora 2 have something with puppets though? No, unfortunately. What was it? It was. No. Oh, she summons woes. That's what yeah, it was. Yeah, she summons woes. So she can summon sorrows, aversions, and lysas. 
And let me tell you, aversions and sorrows are like aversions are so good, especially dude, if you don't have to pay for them. Holy crap! A six point model that like I I was playing against Angel the other day, and I'm try I was trying to like get my grips with the with Dora too still. He's he's a much better player than me, so he won the game six four. But I remember only, dropping. So wait, 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 wait. Yeah, Do you only need a nine of masks to summon like a woe? Like it doesn't matter summon which one. Any of them. So it's not like a normal summon where you have to like oh this plus the cost of the model. Nope, and it doesn't remove anything. Like you just have to target a model that has stun, an enemy, which, model is, which is like everything. <laughs> Correct. So you like shoot something first, then you turn it. Oh my, it's so good, dude. Uh, but what I was gonna say real quick. Um, I summoned an version in the middle of like a rat infest place. Just think about that for a second. There were like five rats. They could do nothing. <laughs> well, and Dixon, I don't know about you, but when I played Pandora, the poltergeist died a lot. Correct. And and now you can summon it back. He still dies. He just comes back. Yeah, but that's that's a lot better than just dying and not oh, because dude, poltergeist oh, yeah. is super important. I I really love hidden martyrs with this Pandora because of that because he can like suicide the 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 poltergeist and they have to kill it. They're like, okay, we cannot have this thing alive in the middle of our crew because there's a guy with boring conversation on that side and the <laughs> chick has a gun with willpower. <laughs> you cannot do this. <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah. a free point, really. It's like, oh, it's turn two. Poltergeist, get right in there. <laughs> it's like, so you yeah, think there's a spot me. for? You think there's a spot for both of these models? Oh, I already know. I already I played. I don't know. Like it sounds like you're a lot happier games. playing this hmm. than you were playing. Uh, you're playing Guild. <laughs> I am so happy. Oh, it, it just feels, feels like, like home. home. Yes, <laughs> it just feels like home. Well, speaking of feels like home, what about your girl Titania? I'm kind of disappointed. I'm still trying you're to. Disappointed like... with the Autumn Queen. Yeah, I'm trying to figure her out. Um, maybe it was the matchups that I played because I was just trying to like play her against everything. Um, but uh, I got destroyed by Terra. <laughs> I got yeah. destroyed by Sorida. I got destroyed by Ophelia. I got destroyed by Mike Morning. Both versions. Seamus won. <laughs> like I think I won one game. It was against Wong, and I feel terrible. Do <laughs> Yes, I do, because it was like, damn, <laughs> like I, I was hoping Wong would win one. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at her card. I mean, mm -hmm. I guess there's a champion upgrade. I don't know if that does anything. So this, no, no, this is what champion upgrade does, because it's huge. It's huge. Um, all auras, all ranges uh, from abilities uh, can be measured by the champion. So like... As far as I can tell, she's really strong if there's assassinate on the pool, because you're not going to kill her. Unless you want to chase her completely on the other side of the table, you're not going to kill uh, Titania 2. Yeah, she's in her deployment zone. That's how stupid it is. You have to kill her hand to force her to get out of her deployment zone to get a champion again. That's how stupid that is. Hmm. Yeah, because uh, you literally make somebody a champion, and for the rest of the game, they have to kill that model. And I make it uh, the Autumn Knights. Autumn Knights are now defense 7, willpower 6 under her. And automatically get a Crow and a Ram to all duels. 
Hmm. Yeah, so if you miss them, I'm going to smash you. <laughs> yeah, and I think that, I mean, you showed me with the original, just the gun, non-gun is just so good with Awakened yeah. Hunger on the original one. Oh my God, yeah. It's rough. Yeah, it is. It is. I, I think the boards where Titania 1 is super good, it's just like, I, I don't know why you would bring the second one, but I, I definitely, I support you on your quest. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to see where she is good. Uh, so far, I don't know if it's because one is it just clicks with me, but like one seems to be better in my opinion. Well, why don't you try bringing the uh, meat hook guy with uh, the second version? And see, if that I helps. did. That was the first thing I did. <laughs> that was literally the first thing I did. Didn't help, huh? Oh, good God, no! He's so <laughs> bad. Oh yeah. man. Yeah, you know who did work. Who? Malasaurus Rex. That's, that's fair. <laughs> he did the job. <laughs> He's a beast. Yes, he is. Okay, well, let's go ahead and, and uh, so we're going to split this into four um, factions, and then we're going to do a second um, part for this uh, to do the other four. So okay. we'll do four and four. But the last yeah. one I want to do is one we both have experience with, at least um, somewhat, yeah. is Outcast. So Hell yeah. Uh, we already talked about Zip. And I don't think... I haven't played Zip in Outcast since he got the title. Uh, but I don't think it's going to change. I think Zip I played the title the in Outcast with Barbaros, and I had a blast. Is it better? Uh, better than what? Better than Zip 1. I didn't say that. No, no, no. That's the question. Because the thing is, I haven't played it, but I know for a fact that Zip 1 with Barbaros is the tits. It's the best thing I've ever seen. I stick with what I said with Bayou, where <laughs> Captain uh, Dread Pirate Captain is good, but uh, the original is just so good. The original literally does four out of the things that the, the second one does with two actions. That's so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what about Hamlin? Now, I actually hmm. was looking at this. Hamlin 1, I'm not a big fan of the rat growing mechanic. Hamlin 2 with yeah. the obeying and some of the, you know, filth that he can put out. Right. And some of the things that he does. I'm right. actually kind of interested in the Piper. So I'm biased. Because... Of course you are, because you were a Hamlin boy. Yeah. So the reason I'm biased is because I asked exactly for the Piper. I, I really did. I made up like a few posts way back in GG0, GG1. Well, it's like if they ever make a, a version of Hamlin with Obey and Irresistible Dance again, I'm just going to like flip my shit because it's like I want this. I really do. And lo and behold, they give me exactly that and I'm still playing Neverborn. I don't know what to do <laughs> now, man, because I really love the Piper. So I'm going to go with he's better than the first one. <laughs> well, and I was actually talking to you about it and he's still... You can still do some of the rat stuff just incidentally. Like, you still summon rats occasionally. Right. Um, so it's not even like that's totally gone. But the fact that I like that you can bring some out-of-keyword and versatile models to really not only do your blight thing, like, you're still going to bring Nyx, and you still probably bring, like, the Contagion engine or something. Right. But then you're going to bring some beaters, and you were like, why not bring Mad Dog? Yes. <laughs> so, look, the funny thing is, like, there is really bad matchups for the second one that the first one is better. So I don't know 
like I think the second one is better, period, in a story. But I Gamlin one might have some spots you're saying. Yeah, because like if I play against Guild, I don't want the second one. Well, yeah, because they just tech you out. Exactly. They just like put in a couple that's, of robots. That's fair. Now, you, now you're making me think like, ah, shit, if I'm going to play Hamlin 2, I got to play Hamlin 1. Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad thing because you only have to change, what, 75% of your entire crew? Yeah, you know, you <laughs> have like a bunch of, you know, rats that turn into rat yeah. kings that turn into rat catchers and yep. success. I have the max number of bofus in my bag whenever I was playing him. What, what was the thing you told me? You were like, if you're summoning more than two to four rats a turn, you're probably losing. No, no. If you are not summoning between two and four oh, rats... Oh, so you're, you're saying losing. Hamlin 1, you have to summon at least that many. Yeah, you, you want to summon at the very least two, but you are trying to aim for at least four. Don't go above that, because if you go above that, then you, you're cluttering too much on the table. I will say that... Rat kings, when they get where they're getting to, hit pretty hard. <laughs> oh, hell they're yeah. Pre- they're pretty ridiculous. And yeah. they're cool models. Bro, like the best thing, the reason for the rats, by the way, is because you can do uh, the, the, the command thing where Hamlin does his quick action, moves all the rats in position, and then you can pop them. And you can pop a rat for two damage uh, on everything. Like you can. Oh. And they gain a blight. And they get a blight, and you draw a card. You draw two cards, if I remember correctly. Like, it's super I, gross. I do like blight tokens because, like some other yeah. things in the game, you right. can't get rid of them. They're not a condition that it's like, oh, you just yeah. I can clear this. It's like, no, you're, you're stuck with the. You disease. cannot get rid of it. the first Hamlin makes it so that the wretch is a laser. Wretch is just a laser beam. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, you can't cheat, and you're eating like seven damage. I'm just gonna do this every turn until you die. Dixon, I might have to try to solo a tournament with Hamlin and Hamlin too, just to make you proud. If we can do it, bro, but like it's a lot of moving pieces. I know you don't like that usually. Well, so I, well, I don't mind it. I just I need to see the payoff, right? When I oh. first tried it, I was still kind of newish. Yeah, and it just seems clunky. So I uh-huh. just I would need more reps with it, bro. The first and time... and I got touched bad by Sonya. <laughs> Where it's nah. like, oh, look, all my shit's dead. <laughs> yeah, no, like, the first time, the first time you hit somebody for, like, seven plus damage with one bleeding disease, you're just going to get hooked. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I think I'm probably at a spot now where I can actually enjoy Hamlin 1. Um, I was still kind of new when I was trying to make him work the first time. Yeah. I'm and I have the Piper coming in, so... I know that you don't like Obey Masters, but I think you should give them a shot. If I do an Obey Master, I'm going to obey my stuff and not really my opponent's stuff that much. Yeah. You should think about that every activation, though. Whenever you activate, it's like, am I in range of obeying something? What should I activate? So that's the problem when I was playing Sprite. It took me like 30 games just to get the hang of, like, what should I obey? Because it's so ridiculously hard. What about the the evil boy there, Jack Daw? Um... I don't know. I think one might still be the jack dog you're taking, but man, people are saying that um, draw them in on the second and sold jack daw can mm-hmm. be super good if your opponent's not ready for it. So this is difficult to say because I've seen both, but gotcha moments is what I see beating the crap out of people whenever they play against jack daw, period. It yeah. doesn't matter which jack daw. Yeah, you're probably right there. I've seen a lot of like losses against. Like if Jack you Dahl if you know what you're 
if you know Jack Daw and if you know Jack Daw's title, mm-hmm. probably going to be an okay game. But if right. you are not ready for Jack Daw, you're probably going to get wrecked. Now that being said, I have not seen a single Jack Daw game being done in Outcast. Every single Jack Daw that I've seen has been in Resurrectionist. I, I've I've heard that as well. This was before the title, but some of the upgrades and some of the things you can bring with Daw are just better in Risers. Yeah. Well, no, this is after titles for me. Like, I just haven't seen him in Outcast. Sure. I don't know why. Well, the upgrades are gross. I mean, that's... So if you're comparing things, right? Right. The Reser upgrades are just way significantly better. Um, Servant of the Dark Powers is okay with Daw, especially Daw 1, because it gives you a little movement. True. Um, but besides that, I mean, Whispers just super good. I yeah, mean, but you in in Jack Doll in Outcast, you get access to Marlene, and Marlene. Mar, is true. Yeah, Webster. I mean, she is just oof. Because the thing is, oh, discard a card or Soulstone. Marlene takes the damage instead. Like it's just super dumb. Yeah, just passing off the damage to Marlene, and everybody's like, "Wait, you can't do that. That's illegal, <laughs> right?" Watch me. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I'm going to check this out. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, Daw is definitely better in Rezzers. I'd probably lean more towards one. Um, just I'm going to go with, with two because I have seen more gotchas on two. But it, it might just be a new it. thing, though. It is. It is. So what about the next one? It's your boy, Levy, riding on his horse. Boo. Pariah of blood. No questions asked. <laughs> all the riders bruh like i only see two though i don't know why i see two and then they bring uh fucking either rusty alice for the gun or uh they bring the uh the speed demon thingy the the nine point enforcer uh, ashes and dust because it's still fast as hell i think that the reason why you would see two mm-hmm. and, I, and i think this is going to be because one is okay like one yeah, I got nerfed a little bit, whatever. Right. Um, the keyword's still solid, does some cool things. But the pariah having the horseman. Yes. So it's like, oh, cool. I'm going to bring, you know, the rider of death. I'm going to bring the yeah. rider of blah, blah, blah. Oh, they, they always bring the same two on the, the restaurant one and the guilt one. That's it. Well, yeah, because those are the two best. Oh, hell yeah. But like, I was surprised. I, I, I expected to see the Arcanist one as well. The very least, for, I I th- I would think about bringing the Arcanist one just for card draw. That's that's exactly why I thought that. But no, apparently Levicus does enough draw for the entire you know crew. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He does arcane ritual with his uh his oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, and he gets to draw cards. I was like, okay, that's kind of weird. I expect to see him more. <laughs> why not more? Right. So I, I think there are some cool things that you can do with the prior blood. The problem you're going to have with it mm-hmm. is your opponents are going to know a lot of what you're bringing because you can't bring out of keyword models with, with that version of him. That's true. That's true. So you're either using versatile, you're using riders, or you're using his keyword, no out of keyword, so no huge yep. surprises. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I also like the uh, pariah blood. It just seems more fun and... Kind of some cool things you can do, some really wacky things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have heard more people be disappointed about Parker Barrow's yeah. Dead Man Walking. Yeah. Like, there are so many people who are disappointed with that uh, title. Yeah. Because the thing is, you would think you would think the top end of six damage, hard to kill. Oh my god, I need to play this model. 
No, no. The six shooters is still the better of the, the two. Mod, the moderate three is pretty rough. It is. It is. I mean, don't get me wrong. Six shooters, you think it's, oh, it's it's only two, four, five. The difference is moderate does more damage. Her, her, her. No, no, no. It's the plus flip on the stat and the, uh, whatchamacallit, the plus two for the scheme markers. Because you're probably going to have scheme markers immediately on the table. Well, Action another, Rifle doesn't get that. Another problem I see with it is just the fact that, uh, what is it, draw their attention? Mm-hmm. That is a huge deal. A lot of the keyword wants to be fast, and that just makes it easier to get fast. I guess you're right. I mean, that's the that's the shtick of the bandits, right? They want to be fast and run and gunning. No, no, you're you're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct. But like, I wasn't even thinking about the front of his card. I was just looking at the actions in in Parker Barrows, the normal one, and he's just better. Like, yeah. stick up is better. Six shoulders is better. Cashing out. Is just like insane. Dashing yeah, out so good. Yeah, but like you look at the Ashen rifle, I'm like, why is this stat five? This should be stat six, period, end of story. But it's yeah, stat five. May, I mean, even if you're going against hard to kill stuff. Yeah. I mean, I guess you can bring the second version if but but what faction or keyword are you like, oh, this has a lot of hard to kill, let me bring Parker. Or, you know, oh, hard to kill is the thing that's messing me up and I'm gonna lose the game because of it. Because like Yeah. Like, I understand Hard to Kill is very good, but... Yeah, but it usually just means one more action, right? Correct. Unless they have something that lets them heal, like, quickly after they go down to one. Um, But most of the time, when I go against Hard to Kill, it's, okay, you're down to one. Okay, let me kill you now. (laughs) Yeah, and I I have people tell me, it's like, nah, man, you got to do, like, Chaos in the Badlands first so you can, you know, put Injured and yada, yada, yada. But I'm like, yeah, but you're using an action to then make another action more likely to happen. And it's not even making a guarantee because like Parker Barrows without any actions being done, just straight up his guns can be just stat seven with a plus flip on the attack. Yeah. And then you look at dead man walking and then it's just like, I need to do things. Oh no. I guess it's not good enough. Yeah. I'm just, I, there might be something there. It might take a smarter person to make that work. Yeah, I just feel, I just feel like you're kind of going hard mode if you're trying to make that version work. Mm-hmm. That's what I I want to talk to my friend Angel because I know that he I watched them play this against somebody new or I thought that it was new, and he crushed them. I think it was like something like seven to three using Dead Man Walking, and I'm like, no, <laughs> <laughs> this is a bad model. You're just a good player. <laughs> yeah, definitely like the original on that one. What about uh, Terra and Terra Timeless? I think it's obvious that Timeless wins. You think so? I think so. I think Terra Timeless right now is skewing a lot of the, the way that we have to think about that matchup. And it's making Terra 1, the first one, uh, a better master than she normally is. Because like when, so... you, when you're put up with both of these options, you're like, well, Terra Timeless will destroy me unless I make my crew in a certain way. And then Terra 1 can be just super fast. Yeah, I was going to say, I think a board that is wide where there's a lot of space, mm-hmm. uh, so like a corner or a flank, yeah. Terra 1's really good. Obviously, symbols, I think Terra 1's the better better version there. That's right. Um, but that would usually be it, right? You'd be like, okay, I'm not going to see Terra, right? Because... Terra is okay in other places, but not great. I think Terra Timeless mm-hmm. 
is good into a lot of those matchups where you wouldn't see the first version. Yep. Well, not only that, like I said, you could play the first one for, for a fighting matchup as long as the scheme pool was like scheme heavy. I think you just got bad touched by it and you couldn't activate your buried model. No, I'm, I, I <laughs> don't get me wrong. That was pretty nasty. And I agree. That's really bad. But I watch games after that, and I'm just like, this is really strong. Like, I think Timeless is making it so that Terra 1 looks better than she is. Well, not only that, the stutter time for the Timeless uh, title. Yeah. She has fleeting moments, too, so that's another set of pass tokens you can get. Right. Um, Expedite's super good. Rewind, I think. Rewind's probably where you're buttering your bread. Yes. Rewind is absolutely where you're buttering your bread. But don't get me wrong, like that obliteration claw is not a joke. I, I mean, it doesn't look like it, but it's. I mean, it's okay. I mean, because I think you get to pick the defense or willpower, right? So, right. You go, okay, you have a two willpower, cool, pop. Yes. <laughs> actually, you, you're joking, but that actually happens a lot oh, against no. explorers. You forget, I play by you. I know yep. about bad willpower. Yep. I, saw, <laughs> I saw somebody that got really surprised, bad touch by Juju, because like they brought Juju because he has high willpower. But then, like, he's defense three. Yeah. <laughs> and he got bad touched by both Terra the Timeless and by Talos. Talos just, like, wailed <laughs> like it was his job. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, I love Talos. I'm glad that model's good now. Hell yeah. All right. And the last one we'll talk about, I think we can, I, I would go with both on that one, but I like that you're, you're, you think Timeless is really good. Yeah, I do. I do um, think Timeless is very good. We have Victoria and Chill next. I am playing, so before we go on to that, I do want to tell people that I am kind of like playing Outcast for a bit, mm -hmm. and I am def I'm playing Terra and Von Schill exclusively till I get those two down, nice. and then I'll probably add like Hamlin and maybe the Vix in there, just okay. because I like those keywords as well. I think you're going to fall in love with the Victorious. I do, and as I showed you before, I, I have the video we're going to do is the new Victorious model. I'm going to do a video talking about that and some of the other stuff. And this, mm -hmm. I don't know about you. So I, ha I had to think about this in the video I recorded where yeah. I was talking about, is this new version of the VIX mm -hmm. better when it only has three actions as opposed to six with the other version? You're asking two different questions. Is Are this... I like six better than three. That's me. No, personally. no, no. It's the quality of the actions too. Like don't get it me wrong. Is. The the first Victorious, they have a shitload of actions, period, because they have a lot of movement shenanigans. So they get a lot of things done. But killing is not their business, right? So yeah. say for example, you want to play Victorious into a matchup that has assassinate. And then when they declare their master, they declare a master that can kill both Victorious very easily. Or well, that can chase down the Victoria leader very easily, right? Then at that point you go, okay, I need to play the other one. The second Terra is significantly harder to kill in for multiple reasons. Yes. Um, the uh, bulletproof is super good. Wait, you talking about um, Victoria or Terra? Sorry, Victoria, I meant. Yeah, there you go. The twin blades, bulletproof is super good, which the, the Victorias have bulletproof. So they get plus two. Um, so they reduce all damage suffered by um, by this model from range actions by two. Yeah, it's it's bad armor. Yeah, yeah. By the because way, some stuff isn't a gun, right? Yeah. By the way, you call them twin blades. I call them the avatar of slaughter. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> That's her original name. <laughs> also, a big thing is when it's targeted with melee, they can't cheat. So it's like the Nephilim, right? That. That's huge. The combat finesse. Holy crap. Holy crap. And they have diving charge, so it's hard to lock this 50 mil down. That's exactly why I said you're going to love these girls. Because you're like, hey, Pete Lake's diving charge. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm 100% behind the idea that you're going to love all three masters that have diving charge in Outcast. Probably. Hell yeah. Probably. Why not? Oh, yeah, right? no. Between Battle Tempo, Diving Charge, and if I remember correctly, they have another one. I think it's Treasure Seekers or something like that. They have a lot of movement. A lot of movement. Well, and another defensive tech that I like, you just have to activate the model, yeah. is I like 1,000 cuts. Right. Um, because if people want to come in and start doing damage to you with melee, unless they're two inch reach, it's going to be hazardous and they're going to take damage for each thing they try to do to them. I like that. I do like treasure seekers. Their melee is super good. Combat maneuvers is fun too. I just, I can't wait to get this on the table. Like I know the first version's good. Yes. But there are some matchups where they drop something and you're like, oh shit. And I think this <laughs> second version does a good job of helping counter some of that. Um, so, uh, I'm excited. I think this version, honestly, I think this version is better. You do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of two things. One, the defensive measures that this model has is strictly better. Unless you want to have those extra actions like you were talking about. Yeah. And two, they give you for free the student of conflict. Now, that doesn't seem like a lot. Student the, conflict's good. The student of conflict works incredibly well with another model that you usually like to bring in the crew, uh, the emissary. Because the emissary can move a model for three three inches and then drop a ski marker, right? Mm -hmm. The student of conflict can remove the ski marker and give a model fast. Yeah, that's good. So you do that to like Taylor, or you do that to somebody like. Barbaros. I don't want to keep saying his name, but he's just perfect for this. You say it one more time, he's going to... Barbaros, 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 Barbaros. <laughs> anyway, uh, Common Maneuver. Common Maneuver is insane. That's the ability that I was talking about. I thought it was Treasure Seekers, but it's Combat Maneuvers. Uh, place the target anywhere within six inches and in line of sight of this model. So imagine you move Barbaros 3. Get a, a, a Ski Marker out. Activate the student of conflict. That's free, by the way. Give it fast. Then you activate the girls. Move forward. Combat maneuver him six inches ahead of them. They're a 50 millimeter base that just moves six inches. Toss somebody, right? And yeah, then so they that's can. Like, that's like nine inches of movement. More than that. In my yeah, well, I said I, I said it's it's like so it's probably closer to like what maybe ten and some change. Possibly, yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds about right. And. And then you get to swing and do whatever you need to do with three actions. And he has shove aside. So he can go even farther in. Yeah, Barbaros. And th there's so many little interactions with that. I mean, mm -hmm. if you have Barbaros going into somebody, not only do you have black blood going, but if you have 1,000 cuts up, if you, if you take it, if you have it up for some reason. Right. You can shove aside people into the 1,000 cuts. You can... Yeah, there's a lot of ping damage you can do just to make it miserable for you people. You have black blood and you have a thousand cuts. So you're yep. pinging people for free damage constantly. Yeah. It's so beautiful. I'm excited to get them on the table. There's a lot of cool things that I think they do um, that the other ones don't. I do think there's a lot of... See, that's the thing. With the original Vix, I 
with Terra One in the same faction, I don't know if you see the original Vix that much. I do because it seems like they do a lot of what Terra One does. That that's exactly. I do see them, but I think I see them because people don't want to play Terra One. They're like F Terra. <laughs> I don't know why. I think it's a probably a, a taste thing because I I know probably. a lot of people that were huge fans of the Vickies, but Terra One is just better at what they want to do. That's yeah. just my opinion. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about the big boy of the faction. I think Von Schill is kind of like your jack of all trades. Uh, Master just, of not dying. Ma- yeah. So <laughs> here's the thing, though. I like the title. Like the title does a ton of cool things that I'm like, yes, <laughs> I love what this model's about. I love the melee. Yeah. I love foul mouth. I love bulldoze. Um, I even like explosive payload that makes Lazarus not a terrible thing. That makes it where you can put out um, Eric's, you know, shockwave and can do a crap ton of damage, especially late in the turn. Mm-hmm. But then I look at Von Schill 1 and I'm just like, I mean, why not bring Von Schill 1? <laughs> His stats are better. He's faster somehow. He has diving charge, shouting orders. Um, he's a survivalist, so he heals all the damn time. Um, <laughs> he loads up, so he's putting out more equipment than um, the other one can put out equipment. But it, yeah, they have to be with an eight to pass it off. You have to do damage, or you can do your bonus to equip the stuff to Von Schill and then toss it to people. Uh, I just think the other one's more efficient and more flexible than the first one. But when I want to aggro out, I'm definitely going to take the iron heart. <laughs> yeah. I, I think iron heart is, I know it's going to sound weird, but I think iron heart is just better of the two. You and think the title's better? I think the title is better. I'm sorry. Well, no, no, no. Go ahead and explain it. I'm kind of curious. Cause I love the look and feel yes. like if I was going to pick a ragey model and outcast to represent Pete, it's Von Schill iron heart. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. <sighs> explain yourself i'm sorry i think the the, the mix, it's a mix between two things i think between heavy claws and foul mouth motivation that, those two abilities alone he's just got like because you bring in somebody like um what's her face uh hannah and now oh. hannah has the same ability as him now hannah can now foul mouth motivation if i remember correctly that's a thing that she can do now Am I wrong? Um, Let's see. I think. Can you do the master's bonus with her? Uh, I think. I think she says. Let me double check because I may be wrong on this. I was thinking about it before we started uh, talking. Uh, Hannah Lovelace, that detected. So that one tactical action that does not attach upgrades. Friendly Freikor models only. Yeah. Any Freikor. Yeah, she can do it. This model may take the selected action. If the selected action is a quick action, it may take it even if. Uh, she has already taken a quick action already, this activation. So she can farm off motivation, people. Yeah, and so she can then it also attach the upgrade to herself. So that kind of helps there, too. Yes. So between that and between, like, all the other little options that you can do with, like, the big claws, you, I don't know, I see a lot of potential, but I haven't I gotten t- into the faction again. I do, too. Um it's just it's hard to pass up the like the flexibility i mean when you look at shouting orders and when you look at load up with the triggers of healing and focus and taking it again and taking the action i've got your backs pretty good too 
Um, true, true. I, I don't know. Like, I the stats are also so good. Like, when you look at Von Schill 1, he's defense 6, willpower 7, move 6. You look at Von Schill 2, it's 5-6-5. Five, five. So the stats are just worse. Yeah. Like, you look at the stats, you're like, wait, how is this model better? I'm like, play him. Honest to God, just play him. <laughs> so I will say the couple of games I've played Ironheart, I didn't I didn't hate it. I, I actually had fun with the game. Mm -hmm. I have to get better with the pass off on the equipment. Um, definitely the more I play it, though, the more I, I do think there's a spot. I think there's an aggressive point in the game where if you're an aggressive player, there are some big payoffs with Ironheart. Right. But one is always good. I mean, I think you play, I think Ironheart is a, a flavor. I like that flavor and I'm going to, I'm going to ride that dragon. You know, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to, I'm going mean, to do, do what I do with it. Ironheart technically can do diving charge twice. Like that's, I don't know. I just see that. And I'm just like, damn, this guy's good. Are you talking about with bulldoze? Yeah. You can bulldoze and, it's a charge, basically, because you, you cheat a five of, of rams. Yeah, as long as you have a ram, yeah. Yeah. It's a five of rams. Like So maybe yeah. in a maybe in and this is not bad for the current gaining grounds. Right. Maybe when you know there's gonna be a lot of markers mm -hmm. and it, if there's some terror sprinkled in there, he's ruthless, so that's always good. Um you yeah, I could I could see a world where this yep. definitely fits in the current meta. Yep, yep. And then, I mean, explosive payload is interesting because you can technically build a crew against that too. I guess. Yeah. The the big thing about well, because you're, you're going that... well. The thing is, you're going to you're going to bring rocket launchers with some of your minions. Yeah. Or you can throw it on Hannah and do a crap ton of damage with a rocket launcher. Yeah. I mean, you're guaranteed putting the rocket launcher on him if you want to, because of Falma motivation. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, Hannah is able to put built-in crows, engineers, you can have built, or sorry, I'm at Rams. Yeah. Um, engineers, you can discard a card to get built-in Rams. Right. So, and then if you do expl explosive payload where you get plus one to the blast damage, mm -hmm. I mean, if somebody's bubbled up, that can be a lot of pain. True, 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 true. I mean, let's see. First activation with him would be Falcon Motivation Somebody. Adaptive armor, the leap item, and Probably. immediately leap, jump, charge, <laughs> heavy claw somebody. I don't know. That doesn't sound right. That doesn't seem good. You could if somebody's stupid. <laughs> I mean, you could do you could do that and then count on soldier captain or captain soldier, whatever you want. Well, because here's it. so here's what I do like about him. Yeah, is I do like what you just said. So you can activate him. You can foul mode motivation. Right. You can put on the boots. Mm -hmm. You can do a leap. So, anyways, yeah, here's something cool you could do with him, right? So you go in, you you do the foul mouth, you do the rocket boots, you jump with the rocket boots because you can do two bonuses. Correct. You charge in, or you could bulldoze if you need to get through stuff. Mm -hmm. And then you do attacks and you do adaptive armor again. And you can put the, I think it's the storm shield or whatever on yourself. Right. So now you're putting shielding on you for when they retaliate, retaliate back into you. Right. So there, or you could do the one, I think there's what, one upgrade where you put out like, is it a hazardous marker or something? So there's oh, a lot of. Yeah. You could put a mine on you. 
Yeah. So there's a lot of cool things like that where you can just be like, cool, and now you have to deal with this hazardous terrain, shielded up, you know, yes. beater in your face. I mean, the, the, have, best, the best thing I've found is rockets. Yeah, the best thing after that is like you ignore any negatives. Yeah, it's not him. just friendly fire. Yeah. So it's any negatives. They can have concealment <laughs> so and you can just good. be like, get fucked. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. So that's so, why. So yeah, I, I'm definitely going to play him. Um, I know a lot of people are in love with Von Schill 1. Um, I do think if you get your reps with 2, which I'm planning on doing more, mm -hmm. I do think Ironheart has... I think he will surprise people because I think people yeah. will expect 1. Yeah. Yeah, especially since like the adaptive armor on the claws, you can just keep putting. And it's three, on you. it's three, four, six damage. That's pretty decent. Yes. Like I'm, I'm all about that. The more you look at it, the more the better it gets. I know that you're looking at it, going, "Damn, this is actually good." It's like, yes. Yeah, I've I've played him a couple of times, but I definitely do want to. Uh, mm -hmm. I do. I I don't know how to pronounce the that one ignore negatives thing. It's like it's soldier captain. It's in German. Well, okay, but that's not what it says on the card. Sorne Kapitan. Sorne Kapitan. Except for Kapitan. heavy German accent. Sorne Kapitan. I think it's... I don't, I don't, I don't know how to say it. it. <laughs> Damn. I'm trying. I know. Yeah, we'll talk the other titles definitely, but... Uh, yeah. Man, I'm... There's a lot of fun talking these titles with you, man. I'm, I'm definitely... I will enjoy the outcast for both of us. Yes. Yes. <laughs> hey, you're you're my boy, man. I'm gonna. I've I've already been talking some Hamlin stuff with you and some other Outcast tech. Oh so, my God, I can't wait for you to actually play the first one though, because like the second one's gonna take you a while unless you're already good with obeys. Then yeah. it's not gonna take that long. But like, if you're not, you know, used to the obeys, the offensive obeys specifically. Yeah, it's going to be a while. <laughs> it's going to be a while. That's fair. Well, cool. So that just so everybody's kind of aware. So we talked about these four. We're going to go ahead and next time we talk, we'll have Chris on because he knows a lot about some of the other stuff we're going to talk about. So that's going to leave us with the Explorers, the Guild, Rezzers and um, Ten Thunder. So we need to get Chris. Yeah, he'll be on the next one. We'll we'll get him out of his pity party. Yeah. We got a game tomorrow, so I'll cheer him up and let him win. Probably not. Mm -hmm. No, no. <laughs> you better let him win. Let him win by like <laughs> two points. So I'll try Von Schill <laughs> 2 and just do some things to figure it out and let him win. <laughs> Hell yeah. Also, you know, he doesn't listen to a podcast, but I do miss his ass. Yeah, you know, he does once in a while. It just depends on the week. But yeah. uh, anything you want to add, Dixon, before we roll on up out of here? I love you all, listeners. I have been very engaged just watching you guys talk about stuff. Just in general, the things that you guys are passionate about in in the in Facebook, I just read all those comments. Uh, and I'll try to be more active. I know that I don't answer many of the things that people ask. So hey, I appreciate you all. Y'all should be appreciative that we even allow Dixon on Facebook <laughs> to post Rage Quit Wire <laughs> content. That's how much I... Hmm. Facebook. Yep. Uh, no, I know. I know. I don't care. You're so adamant about like burn it all to the ground. It, I'm just like it yeah, went into the book of grudges, man. It's never coming out. <laughs> uh, there. So it's funny because it's close enough where I'm like, I know Instagram's owned by Meta Verse mm -hmm. or whatever, which is right. Facebook, mm -hmm. and 
I'm almost spiteful enough just to get rid of Instagram, but I'm like, no, it's just pictures. I'll leave it. If they do something stupid, then I'll delete it. But Instagram's <laughs> barely okay. <laughs> wow. All right. All right. Hate, hate, hate. <laughs> all right. So we'll talk to the, uh, the rest of these, but uh, until next time, make sure that you guys are flipping cards, flipping tables. See you all next time.